go, Steelers fans. It's Jeremy Betts with another episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. We're talking running backs and kickers in a 2022 position preview. We are wrapping up playoffs for the NFL. Um, it's down to the final four, guys. It is AFC Championship and NFC Championship Week in the NFL. And although we have uh, obviously run out of fantasy football, um, well, standard league specifically, for the season, we are still uh, involved heavily in DFS for the playoffs and the available players uh, to pick for the different games that you can find out there, whether you use DraftKings, whether you use uh, FanDuel or Yahoo or some other uh, method out there to get in on DFS. There are many options available, and it's a lot of fun to uh, get in and uh, do something that doesn't take that season-long commitment um, that gives you week-to-week chances for uh, winning and for uh, a good time with friends and you know just having having a, some fantasy football game to play. So I'd encourage you guys to check into those options and get out there and use your fantasy knowledge for uh, DFS leagues that are currently underway in the playoffs. Uh, this podcast, as always, is brought to you by the good people at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Uh, this podcast platform is always growing, always expanding, and uh, we have so many good shows that you can uh, take a listen to, that you can interact with as well. Uh, so don't forget to check those out. Go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all the information about your Pittsburgh Steelers and brought to you by fans just like you. All right, we're going to jump into running backs, and uh, we are going to talk kickers a little bit as well, but um, it's kind of hard to project something like that because the kicker position is such a fluctuating um, fantasy football uh, asset, I guess, if you will, that it's hard to to really pan that out ahead of time and, and predict what's going to happen. So basically we'll, we'll get into kickers that I like kickers that I think are um, fantasy relevant for 2022. And I will actually give you my list of my top five NFL kickers, actual kickers, not for fantasy, but uh, just the guys that I think are top five right now in the league that, win games for their teams in clutch situations that are the best kickers in football. We'll talk about that in the second half of the show, but for the first half, we're going to really focus in on the fantasy running backs, the premier position for fantasy football, the guys that you rely on week in and week out to provide you the big fantasy points so that you can win. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into my top five running backs for 2022 fantasy football. At number one, it's going to surprise you because it's not Jonathan Taylor. It's Derrick Henry. Before his injury, Derrick Henry was on pace to shatter fantasy football records. Um, his touches were insane. His yards and numbers totals were just incredible. And that usage is really not going anywhere. And, you know, this. there's going to come a time when Derrick Henry just can't do it anymore as at the running back position because he is 
being run so hard into the ground every year. And maybe we saw a little twinge of that with uh, the injury that he sustained, but he was able to come back from that injury and participate in the playoffs. I think it's more of a fluky thing for Derrick Henry because of the way he's built and the the way he plays the game uh, for this type of injury for him. So uh, something that you can definitely keep an eye on, but uh, with that usage and with the skill that he possesses and the increase in usage in the passing game that we saw in the early part of uh, 2021, I think you've got to put him at the top of the list for 2022 at the running back position. Uh, followed closely by Jonathan Taylor, who had his breakout year in 2021. Um, he led the league in scrimmage yards. He was a touchdown machine. He ran rough shot over every opponent, basically. He was a guaranteed double-digit point, uh, almost a guaranteed 20-point play every week. And you just you didn't find that outside of him, really, um, for the majority of the season. So I think you've got to keep him up there. And you can really, depending on your preference, um, swap the Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. But just on the the what we've seen, I guess, from these two players over the course of the last couple of years, Derrick Henry, to me, is the safer bet for a number one overall pick to have a repeat performance of what we've seen over the last three or four years as opposed to, wow, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor had a huge breakout. Let's hope he can sustain that going into 2022. Uh, the offense is going to change there in Indianapolis, and it might not be as Jonathan Taylor-centric uh, going into 2022. So that's why I have him at number two. He's still a top flight running back, obviously, in my opinion, but not quite on the level of Derrick Henry, uh, if you ask me, which you didn't, but you're listening to this podcast, so you get my opinion. Haha. <laughs> uh, Najee Harris, number three, everybody's favorite running back here uh, from behind the steel or at behindthesteelcurtain.com. Najee Harris, man, what a, a rookie season. And um, not necessarily an efficient rookie season. Um, and a lot of that did have to do with the lack of stellar line play in front of him. Some of it was on him as well. I think you, know, you saw uh, a guy who um, got antsy uh, quickly because of that lack of skill in front of him at the offensive line. And he tried to do too much at times. And that hurt his production. Um, that hurt his his ability to be consistent a little bit. And, uh, you know, if the Steelers really address this offensive line and focus in on improving that aspect of the offense, then I think you really have the opportunity for Najee Harris to, to truly break out as an efficient workhorse back, not just uh, he had the most carries in the league and so he had uh, a ton of yardage as well. Um you know, not that kind of back, but a guy who really maximizes his touches and makes the most of them and uh, puts together more of an Alabama senior year type season than what we saw as a rookie. He'll improve. The offensive line will improve. The Steelers um, play calling and scheme will change a little bit with Roethlisberger out the door most likely. And uh, you can kind of lean on that. So that's why I have Najee at number three. At number four, 
a guy who finished just above Harris in PPR leagues was Austin Eckler. And man, did he have a fantastic season as well. The concern with Eckler is his size and the sustainability of him being a feature workhorse in LA, uh, as well as uh, Justin Herbert and the offense's tendency at times to go very pass heavy. Uh, Eckler does play a large passing game role, which helps keep his value up in those situations. But I don't see it um, see him as high as some of these other guys that are true three down, big bodied backs that can take a a lot of punishment and uh, put together um, top of the line seasons on a more regular basis. Austin Eckler fluctuates a little bit more for me. That's why I have him at number four, and then at number five, everybody's first round pick or number one overall pick. Uh, in 2021, it's Christian McCaffrey. When he's healthy, when he's on the field, he is an almost guaranteed 20 points, 20 PPR points every week that he is healthy and on the field. And, uh, you know, that is rare at running back, which is why he was such a, a highly coveted first overall pick in drafts and injuries really derailed his season, and a lot of fantasy managers' seasons as well. Um, and that's why I have him at number five. Is It's not that the skill isn't there. It's not that the talent and the usage isn't there. It's can he stay healthy? And for the last couple of years now, we have not seen him do that um, on a consistent basis. So if he can get back to uh, a, a healthy free and clear running back that doesn't have any injury problems going into 2022, you could be looking at a steal in the middle or back end of the first round uh, if guys are are scared to go after McCaffrey. Um, so something to keep an eye on there. But he is the fifth uh, overall running back in my top five, uh, or excuse me, according to uh, my rankings for the 2022 season. And uh, someone to definitely keep an eye on as we approach uh, fantasy football at that time. Each of these guys that we talked about are absolute locks for consistent production. And uh, you can you can bank on them. You can rely on them as long as they're healthy and ready to go. They are going to be top players at the running back position. All right, we're going to do like we did a couple weeks ago and talk uh, risers uh, from the 2021 uh, running backs. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Cordero Patterson, who really took over as a premier fantasy weapon in 2021 after having never done so in the past. Uh, No matter what scheme, no matter what coach, no matter what system he was in, he never lived up to that billing on offense. Always a dynamic return man and a special teams player. But 2021, he broke out on offense, and uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta really figured out how to use him in a successful way, in a game-changing way, and in a way that helps fantasy managers as well. I would expect him to stick around in the fantasy conversation for 2022. Another guy I have as a riser is Damian Harris. He had a solid rookie season, but he really jumped out as a uh, top-flight running back in 2021 in his second year and uh, the Patriots offense was very run heavy and they utilized both uh, Harris and 
Ramondre Stevenson, rook, uh, the rookie that they um, got this in 2021, uh, they alternated them a lot, but uh, Harris really still is king there in New England and a guy to keep an eye on in um, earlier rounds in the 2022 uh, fantasy football drafts as well. A guy whose usage really peaked at the end of the year and is very encouraging for his stock moving forward is the Buffalo Bills' uh, Devin Singletary. Um, Singletary has been such a frustrating running back in fantasy circles. Uh, Specifically for me, I've uh, spent some draft capital on him a little earlier than most um, and was never really rewarded for it. I I always liked his skill set. I thought that he could be a dynamic player. Um, he had shown to be so. Uh, Zach Moss and others have had kind of derailed that, but he really took over the lead back duties down the stretch and was a highly viable fantasy option and a guy that I think could continue that success into 2022. He may not be a secret anymore, guys, uh, so jump on that Devin Singletary train while you still can. Guys who kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, um, who weren't what we thought they were going to be and did not provide the fantasy uh, value that we were hoping for. Uh, We talked some risers. We're talking fallers now. It's Christian McCaffrey. We already talked about him. He's number five in my 2022 rankings. So, but, or so he's still a great option at running back. But the reason I put him in the fallers list is because we were expecting record style numbers out of 2021 Christian McCaffrey. And instead we got an injury plagued season that saw him finish way outside the top 20 at the running back position. And, um, so, yeah, he's fallen down a little bit because we can't trust him to stay healthy. So until we can see that change, uh, I think you have to list him as a faller in, in most people's eyes. I, I know for me, I'll be reluctant to take a swing on him uh, in 2022 drafts. That's just how it's going to be. Um, another guy who kind of uh, did not produce like we thought maybe he could in year two is Miles Sanders from Philadelphia. I know he had a few uh, good games to close out the season, so that might be a little bit encouraging, but for where you probably drafted him for what you were hoping to get out of Miles Sanders, you did not get what you were hoping for. And uh, it was disappointing. It was frustrating, too, because you see the talent there and you saw an offense that loved to run the football, but whether it was injury, whether it was poor um, ball handling, whether it was just... Um, a bad job overall by him uh, handling the running back duties. He was not what we were hoping for as a second round, third round pick in a lot of cases in 2021. So Miles Sanders has fallen down uh, in stock a little bit for me for 2022. Clyde Edwards Alaire is the other guy and he has, he also had a few good games, but he started out really slow and was very inconsistent throughout the year Injuries again, this seems like a theme with these running backs because it is. Injuries derailed his uh, season in the middle as well, right when he was starting to kind of put together a season that you thought might turn around and be worthy of that second, third, fourth round pick that you spent on him. CEH was a disappointment. And I think you can kind of expect that moving forward. We saw Kansas City, how they can basically use whoever lines up back there 
in a usable way and in a way that helps their offense. But is that going to be Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Or is that going to be Jarek McKinnon or Daryl Williams? Uh, I don't think we can know for sure. And that's why CEH falls down my uh, stock watch uh, for 2022. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some kickers uh, and then do a quick rookie review on the running backs and kickers from 2021. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. time for a kicker breakdown we're going to talk about um my top five kickers uh, just guys that i the the top five guys that i think are the best kickers in the nfl right now not necessarily fantasy football wise but uh, the best kickers in the nfl right now we're going to talk that but first i wanted to give you a, a couple keys for uh, drafting kickers we kind of talked about this before the season started but i wanted to kind of mention it so you're kind of thinking about it throughout the off season and uh, as you um enter into the the draft season next year uh, a couple things that make a difference when you're looking to which kicker to draft at the end of your uh of your fantasy football drafts uh first off you want to go after kickers that um play in good offenses so teams like the kansas city chiefs the buffalo bills the dallas cowboys the um Arizona Cardinals, those were the teams that typically had kickers that were more consistent and um, that had higher scoring games overall. So those are the teams that you, you'll see their kickers up near the tops of, of fantasy football uh, points lists uh, it, for the most part. And then the second thing really just is consistency. Um, it, that's really the key for these kickers. Uh, Justin Tucker, Chris Boswell... Daniel Carlson, uh, Randy Bullock, Nick Folk, all these guys that uh, are consistent at getting the football through the uprights. Those are the guys that provide good fantasy weeks and are uh, consistently viable options no matter what the matchup is, no matter what the rest of the offense is really doing. Um, Those are the kind of guys that provide fantasy value and draftable value specifically in fantasy football. So I just want to leave you with those couple uh, insights there when you're looking at drafting kickers. And uh, I know you're not going to spend a lot of time sweating that and you shouldn't, you should sweat the running backs and the wide receivers and uh, maybe even the quarterbacks a little bit, but um, kickers, not so much. So uh, that's just a couple keys that I would keep in mind. Uh, as we uh, go through the offseason. All right, my top five kickers. Um, at the top, it's a little closer for me than um, than it might be for others, and maybe in, I'm just biased. But I, I do like Justin Tucker as the best kicker in the NFL, probably the best kicker in NFL history. Uh, but he does have every now and then 
every now and then it's like, wow, Justin Tucker is is really cutting it close. Or Justin Tucker missed that one. He really should have made that one. Every now and then. It's very rare. And it's very annoying because, obviously, he's a Baltimore Raven. But right behind him, right now, right behind him to me, Chris Boswell. I mean, talk about a clutch leg. Uh, the guy just makes kicks, especially when it counts. I mean, barring, or I guess not barring, but it, it, with the exception of 2018, the guy has been absolute money every time he steps on on a football field. That's just the way it is. And I, I put him right up there with Tucker as far as uh, clutchness and you just know he's going to make the kick when it counts. All right, I have no doubts that Chris Boswell will make his kick when it counts. That's why I have him at number two. Another guy I really like is Daniel Carlson. And not just because he sent the Pittsburgh Steelers to the playoffs. I promise you that. That was cool. But that's not why I like him at number three. He's just good. Big leg, straight leg, consistent leg, clutch leg. Everything you want in a good kicker, that's why he's number three for me. Number four, another AFC North kicker. Evan McPherson, the rookie, put up an impressive season. The Bengals are not where they are right now without Evan McPherson on that roster. Making kicks, being clutch, sending them to the AFC Championship game, knowing he was going to kick it through the uprights and telling everybody that he was going to do it. We've all heard the story by now probably. As annoying and... uh, confident overconfident as it was it was kind of cool he he knows his ability he knows what he's going to do and he's confident when he goes out there and kicks it that's why he's at number four number five is Harrison Butker from the Chiefs really I I put him in this top list not necessarily because of this last year but because of the consistency consistency we've seen throughout his career and just the big leg the big kick ability 50 plus yarders uh, he's got one of the the biggest legs in the league, and in that offense, he is just a dynamic weapon. And it they score so many points uh, just because they they can move the ball down the field. And even if they're not scoring touchdowns, they are getting into field goal range a lot, scoring position a lot, and Butker converts a lot. The butt kicker is a dude. All right, that's what we have to realize. And he makes my top five. He is number five in my top five kickers for 2022. Last thing, guys. We're going to look at the rookies from 2021 and kind of project for them for 2022. Let's start on the banks of the Three Rivers with Najee Harris. What a player. Everything we thought he could be. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, he was, and more, he carried a load that should never be given to a rookie, honest to goodness. He had to carry an offense a lot of times on his shoulders, and um, you could tell that sometimes it was a heavy load for him, uh, but you could also tell that he relished it. And I think that that's going to be rewarded. The Steelers are going to reward that, and they're going to give him a competent offensive line to run behind in 2022. So I would expect him to stay in the top five for fantasy running backs. Uh, I could even see him finishing number one very easily. 
uh, because the workload's going to be there. And if he is just a little bit more efficient than he was this last year, maybe a little more um, efficient in the passing game as well as far as yards after catch, then I think you really see him become the premier all-round running back in the NFL. He's young. Uh, yes, he's got more tread on his tires than maybe some coming out of college, but uh, he's just got everything you want out of a, a true top-tier running back. And uh, I really like him for 2022. Travis Etienne, uh, the second running back taken off the board in the 2021 draft. High expectations for him in Jacksonville. Early um, or before the season, really, uh, ACL tear kind of – destructed his uh rookie year uh but i would i'm so excited to see what he can do in 2022 the next guy for me is javante williams boy did he have a rookie season and uh yes he shared the backfield in denver with um melvin gordon but i would expect melvin gordon to be moving on uh in the offseason here and Javante Williams really taking over that backfield and being another premier running back, uh, three-down type player, um, just like he was at North Carolina. I think he's got every bit of potential to be a top-tier player. And uh, his end-of-the-year run was incredible, and he probably won a lot of fantasy leagues for managers or at least help them place uh, well uh, in the end of the season just because of the timing of his breakout in the season was that mid to late season time frame where uh, it was really getting into crunch time for fantasy managers. Man, was he a, a boost and a boon to those squads that had him. And I would expect him to just roll that on into 2022. Elijah Mitchell, man, Wow, sixth-round pick for uh, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. They have ridden him and Debo Samuel uh, to the NFC Championship game, and that's not even a joke on offense. Um, he has been a huge part of that offense, and uh, Kyle Shanahan found gold in Elijah Mitchell. And uh, Andrew Wilbar, he tried to tell us about it, guys, on BTSC. That's why this website's good. It's it's fans, but we know who what we're talking about. Uh, for I'm not not saying I know what I'm talking about too much, but uh, Andrew Wilbar and these guys that break down film um, for the website, they know they know what they're talking about. And uh, Wilbar nailed this guy, uh, Elijah Mitchell. He's he's a stud, and uh, six round pick. He's gonna make a lot of teams unhappy that they passed up on him and uh the Niners you know picked up Trey Sermon I believe in the third round of the same draft and he was a guy I was really high on and Elijah Mitchell just ran circles around Trey Sermon uh in training camp in practice everything you heard out of San Francisco world uh was that Elijah Mitchell is the guy and he's going to be the guy for a while. 2022 will be no exception. He's going to be a top 15 running back in 2022, no doubt about it. And then Michael Carter uh, for the Jets. Man, one of the few bright spots on the Jets roster in 2021. He's got a good future there as well. Uh, 
good usage in the passing game, and I think that he's going to establish himself as more of the three down, or at least um, the the RB one A in uh, New York for an extended period of time. I'm excited to see how that offense grows throughout this offseason with Zach Wilson um, getting more comfortable, uh, hopefully getting some help along the offensive line and at the skill positions to uh, really help him out and uh, you know increase his progression in the NFL. But uh, I really liked Michael Carter. I liked what I saw out of him. He was a, a great play in the middle of the season. Um, a great trade target. I know I traded for him uh, in a couple of leagues, and I traded him away also in a couple of leagues for some good value. So um, he he was a great fantasy asset for many reasons in 2021. I would expect him to be the same in 2022. All right, that's it for the running back rookie review. Let's talk about a kicker, Evan McPherson. We talked about him a little bit already, uh, but the Cincinnati Bengals kicker has been phenomenal. He's going to be a very valuable draft, draftable kicker in 2022 uh, because he's consistent. Uh, he's He is leading uh, the young kickers club right now as a, a superstar, a guy that's going to win a lot of games for the Cincinnati Bengals over the next few years. As a Steelers fan, it pains me to say that, and I'm not excited to see him uh, torture the Steelers uh, as well, but... You know, hopefully the Steelers, with their own kicker, can uh, return the punches and be competitive more so than they were in 2021. But as far as McPherson goes, he's just a, a reliable guy. He makes all the kicks. He's got a good, a consistent leg and a big leg. And uh, that Cincinnati Bengals offense is good. And so um, McPherson, really good rookie year. Man, um, I think he's going to have a really good sophomore year for the Cincinnati Bengals as well in 2022. All right. You don't know how many times I had to stop and start this audio uh, for coughing. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off and uh, we'll talk again, I believe next week, and we'll wrap it up with wide receivers and uh, who did we leave out? Uh, defenses, wide receivers and defense special teams units for our 2022 positional preview. And then after that, after the Super Bowl, talked about him a little bit already. Andrew Wilbar and I are going to be doing a draft look podcast. We're not sure what we're going to title it yet. We're not sure uh, any of a lot of the details yet and how we're going to format it and everything. But Wilbar and I are going to dive down deep into the draft. We're going to get you ready with all the information you need to know about the Pittsburgh Steelers, their draft plans, all the players that could be on their board and uh, that are options for them to pick. And uh, we'll just have fun with it. We're going to have a great time. Uh, We'll give you more details as we get closer to that starting, but sometime after the Super Bowl, we will get rolling on that. Looking forward to it. Y'all have a great evening and uh, a great weekend to come. So until next time, Go Steelers. Have a great weekend.